Brianna Artiaga Marcel is the cottage baker behind the Speakeasy Baking Company. In 2017, she started baking as a hobby. However, because of her extremely large Mexican family, she's had a lot of opportunities to cater for parties and events. Everyone always raved about her bakery recipes. However, it was when her aunt told her she really had talent, she gained the confidence to make it a profession. In 2019, she started her Instagram page to help connect to other bakers and build her skill set. It was through those connections that she got the opportunity to work with the cookie cutter and apparel companies to create designs that are sold worldwide. The year 2020 allowed her to capture the stay-at-home baking audience, and after launching her recipes for sale, she is currently on track to hit 5,000 recipes sold, going out to 67 countries. She officially launched her newest business endeavor, which is now booking for private events. And throughout the holiday season, she will offer holiday pre-orders of cookies and baked goods, pop-up sales, and cookie decorating classes at the craft room in Brentwood. The Speakeasy private events will showcase her rare restaurant 1957 Piaggio Ape that has been imported from Italy originally. This is the perfect display to stage her array of yummy bakery treats using decorative cake plates and pedestals as well as a variety of elements to create a unique, elegant display for any event. Let's welcome Brianna to the show. Hello. Hello. Are you? Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. Well, you're um, getting a lot of uh, views on our website with this article that we did. This, I'll let everybody know this is our October issue. It's all about the food, and we have a lot of uh, different winners for. Um, the best culinary, and you happen to be a full-fledged article that we did about your yummy baking company, Speakeasy, which I will just say is one word, not two. Sorry, we messed that up. We, you know, <laughs> once in a blue, blue moon, we'll make a teeny tiny mistake, but it was our pleasure to get to know you, to talk with you and learn about your company. And um, of course, I tasted your cookies first, so that was the main reason why we were wanting to do an article with you. Tell everybody a little bit, which we I know we talk a lot about it in the magazine, but share with us um, a little bit about your journey in, in um, when you realized you really had something. Um, I started baking just for family and friends. Um, I never had a paid paid order, I would just, if there was a celebration, I would offer to bake goods and bring it to the party. Um, and one day my aunt reached out to me and asked me to make cookies for a baby shower. And I made the cookies, uh, made cookies, little cheesecakes, um, and a bunch of little desserts and dropped them off and I staged them all beautiful. And then my aunt tried to pay me and I was like, no, I'm not taking your money. I don't want your money. I just, this brings me so much joy and to have something to do. And I felt like I had found a purpose. And then she refused my offer to not pay me. <laughs> and she said, no, I'm paying you. And I want you to know that this is something that I think you need to pursue. And you're doing such an amazing job with it that I think this is what you need to do. I think this is your calling. 
And it was really special to me because that aunt, her sister is actually Mrs. Fields. And to hear that from her, she got to see her sister just transform into this force of nature. Um, and she basically started out in a garage. You know, I started in a kitchen, but she's in a garage. Yeah. So it just was really cool for me to see that and, and hear that encouragement from her. And she basically kind of pushed me along my way. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. I mean, that is amazing. You obviously do have a big family. And then to be related to Mrs. Fields and to have your aunt um, really recognize, because I'm sure she's tasted a ton of cookies <laughs> yes. in her lifetime. And so for your cookies to really stand out and also for you, because I think when it comes to, to being an entrepreneur, um, it's, it is both the person and the product behind it, you know? And so to encourage you to say, Hey, you, you've, you really got something here, you know, mm -hmm. on your hands. That is awesome. I will say I tasted those cookies. We were at serendipity that we met when it, when they had their, um, their, not their full fledged, um, uh, uh, opening, but it was a, it was a, like a, um, small, private opening that they did. And we were both invited and we just happened to meet by a chance. And I wasn't even going to try the cookie because I try to stay away from cookies, but they get me every time. And they got my writer, Christine, and she's like, oh, here, you have to have this. So not only did I have it and think it was the best thing ever, but then I told you about my husband who is Mr. Cookie Connoisseur, who will travel anywhere for the best cookie he can find. He's tasted every, and um, he has his favorites, you know, in town. And there's a lot of great, great, you know, different people who do great baking. Uh, so it was, I, so that was the real test. And then when he said, oh, in fact, it's so funny because ever since then, he's like, when can I get my hands on those cookies? I go, well, there, you can't, like you can't because you have just been busy, you know, only working with your family. Right. Yes. I'm and so family. Yeah. Tell us about your family. And I know a few of your family members firsthand. Share with us a little bit about your family. Um, my dad's side of the family were all basically in Contra Costa County, the majority of us. Um, they're from Mexico. They came here in the 70s, I believe. Um, and we just have my dad's one of nine. So there are all of his brothers and sisters, and then all of them have larger families. So I have all these cousins that are around my age. They all have kids around my son's age. We're all hitting those milestones of graduation from college or high school, um, engagement parties, baby showers, weddings. And like the last five years, it's just been celebrations like everywhere. <laughs> And they keep me busy and they've kept me so busy the last five years. And I've been so grateful for them because they were all my, um, my guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then you, oh, and so Jose and Julio, yes. tell, share a little bit about them. How do you know them? Oh, those are my cousins, uh, or my cousin and my uncle. They, uh, work for state farm or state farm agents. Um, my uncle Jose is in Brentwood and his son, which is my cousin is in Pittsburgh. Yes. 
I love them. So Jose is one of my all-time favorite stories we've ever written in the magazine. And his humble beginnings are absolutely amazing. And he's got a wonderful company. So shout out to him. Um, <laughs> and then I wanted to ask you a little bit about how you, uh, when it comes, came to social media, how you embraced it and you have, and you've built yourself quite a following. Share a little bit about that. I have. Um, so a few years into my baking journey, I thought I was like the only cookier out there. <laughs> and my sister had posted my cookies in a Facebook group for their neighborhood. And there happened to be a famous cookier in the group and the famous cookier, um, private messaged me and told me, I'm sorry, but you can't sell your cookies yet because you need to work on your your technique and your style. And I was kind of hurt at first because I was so proud of what I was doing. Ah. Um, and I reached back out to her and she said, look, create an Instagram, start connecting with other bakers, start asking questions about technique. And I was very apprehensive at first and I didn't want to do that. So it took me about six months to jump the gun. Yeah. And then I finally did. And it's amazing. I met so many amazing people all around the world. Um, our Ireland, England, Egypt, Japan. I just, I have friends all around the world that we all have baking in common. Yeah. And it's been so amazing to talk with them and find out like flavor profiles that are important in their culture yeah. and I've had people reach out to me and ask hey can you try to make something like this this is what we prefer for our flavor profiles and I started developing recipes and selling recipes um, online because of people reaching out to me saying hey can you help me with something can you help me with this product development and I fell in love I fell in love with developing recipes and just pulling all these things together and finding like a balance within a cookie. I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Yes. It yes. is a science. I can only imagine I'm the worst baker of all time. <laughs> and um, it's because it has to be very precise and I'm not good at that. I just throw it in, you know, when I cook, uh, you know, I, I love to cook. But when it comes to baking, no, not my forte. So I really admire people who are fantastic bakers. But the texture has to be like there's so many things and then it has to look pretty. And then all these, you know, there's all these tricks to the trade that now it sounds like you're you've learned. You're, I'm sure it's a lifetime of learning. Definitely. <laughs> but you're also been you've sold your recipes, right? So yeah. how, how did you do that? So I um, it was during the pandemic. So like when it, when it first started, um, people weren't working. We were having a hard time finding ingredients because flour was being sold out. Sugar was being sold out. And um, I, I'm disabled, so I knew that I couldn't go out and get a job. I didn't want to take my son and take him to daycare or whatnot because I didn't want him to be around the uncertainty. Yeah. So I started developing recipes, and I told my husband, I'm going to sell these. I'm going to try to sell them at least for like my followers. And at the time, I think I only had close to like 3000 or 4000 followers. Um, 
and I posted them and I was expecting maybe to sell 15 or 20 recipes, which I would have been happy with. And I sold like a hundred, 200, 300. And it just kept, my phone was just going ding, 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 ding. And my husband was like, what wow. is this? Wow. And, um, it was insane. We started off with six recipes and then we went and launched another five in December. So we started in September. We launched our second um, set of recipes in December and those were a hit. And it's just been oh. every single time um, we have a launch. It's bigger. It's bigger. We have more reach. We're getting to different countries and it's just, oh. it's mind blowing. I would have never thought ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is such a great story. Okay, so you gave us, I mean, I didn't know I was should have paid for this, but you gave us um, a recipe. Thank you very much that you can find in the magazine this issue, October. If you don't have it in your driveway yet in Brentwood, you can always from anywhere get it online on our website, 110mag.com, which you can see at the bottom. Um, how people want to follow. Okay, so first of all, how many um, followers do you currently have on your social media? Um, I just hit 10.5 thousand followers. So almost at, or just shy of 11,000. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So how can we find you on Instagram? Um, I'm at the, the speakeasy baking co. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, that's my website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and share, yeah. Share your website. So you have a website too. Yes. Our website is the speakeasy baking Okay, great, great. Yes. So for your business, um, tell me what you're focusing on currently. What is your focus? Um, right now, well, it's we're in development <laughs> process, yeah. trying to figure out which way to uh, to navigate. We have our recipes or so online sales for downloads. We have um, custom orders for cakes, cookies, um, desserts, for special occasions and now we have our dessert truck that just launched and we are so proud of her um and right now she's our main focus um and i just <laughs> i'm so happy we have been saving for this truck for years and we have we are just so excited to get her out for events um, we currently have her on the books for 30 events for next year alone. Wow. One wedding for 2023. So two years out. Wow. So yeah. I know her name is Delilah because you talk about her in the 110 magazine. Yes. <laughs> so tell us that story about how you, your vision, how you found it, explain, share that with us. So I knew that I wanted something that was going to make me stand out from other bakers in the area. And I wanted to also tap into my catering and event like background that I had. And I told my husband I wanted a dessert truck, but I wanted a cute dessert truck. I didn't want a box truck or I just didn't know, but I just knew in my head I wanted like a cute little truck that I can use for weddings to stage stuff on. Um, and I started doing research and one day I, I stumbled across Ape's and I thought they were absolutely adorable. These little three wheeled Vespa trucks from mm -hmm. Italy. And I didn't realize how old they could be. Yeah. And I started doing more research 
And I started seeing these really vintage ones from the 50s, the 60s, 50s, and some from the 40s. And they just had this, these gorgeous round fenders with these big old vintage like lights. And when I saw that, I instantly knew that's what I had to have. <laughs> and we spent two years searching for one. No way. Two years. And one day I saw it. I saw Delilah on a um, ad for a different truck from the 70s, which they're a little bigger, a little boxier. Not really what I wanted. Um, she was in the background. <gasps> and I was like, oh, that's her. That's her. Yeah. I called them up and I said, can we please come look at this truck? We want to see it. And the, um, the owner or the, the salesperson said, well, she's really not for sale. She's just a stationary truck. She doesn't run. There's she, you have to push her places. And I was like, I don't care. I will push her. I will pull her wherever I need. I need that truck. Um, and we went down and looked at her and it was just, I was flooded with emotion. I was crying. I was like, this, this is it. Like there was an instant connection with the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew I had to have her. And um, it, it took us a couple of months to finish saving up to be able to purchase her. And then finally we did. And it's just been, it's been a wild a wild three months trying to get yeah. up and running. So um, you are officially launching the events this month, this right? Month, yes. And then I'm sure you're all, like you said, you're already got bookings for mm -hmm. lots of weddings and then share with everybody what else you, you do. What else do you offer besides the events? Uh, besides the events, we do custom decorated cookies. I specialize in watercolor and hand-painted cookies. Um, I can do portrait cookies. Um, basically, as custom as you can get what I do. Um, I have an art background, so one of my favorite things is to sketch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I attended the um, Academy of Art University in San Francisco originally for animation. So being able to use that in my cookie journey has been has been really awesome. And just sharing my my love and passion for sketching on cookies that has been really fun to um, inspire other cookiers to try that same thing with sketching yeah. versus doing icing. There's so many other ways to do. Um, to decorate cookies. Wow. Um, and then we love doing dessert displays. So if that's using Delilah or using a tablescape, um, but my biggest thing is taking nostalgic flavors like brownies and Rice Krispie treats and chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and those, those warm desserts that you just know that you have an instant memory of when you were a child or just wow. happy memories. And that's what we focus on with our desserts. So vanilla's classic vanilla cupcakes and chocolate cupcakes. That's what our base is, oh. is those nostalgic flavors. And it's always a hit at weddings when people see them. <gasps> Rice crispy treats. Oh yeah. <laughs> chocolate yeah. cookies. And that's really what we what we focus on is like the bread and butter of desserts. Yeah. Nostalgic flavors. 
Wow. I mean, that is what I would want for my wedding for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm picky about my desserts and, but cookies are like my probably go-to favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my husband is more of the cake guy, but he, you know, he like, well, he likes all sweets, cookies, cakes, what have you, but, um, but wow, that sounds like spectacular between the display and then uh, the, and then the, how the beauty and then the quality of the flavor and the taste. Now I'm just going to throw this out, out. Just, this just came to me. And, and when I grew up and you're, you have Latin, um, blood heritage, do you, did you, family make biscochitos at all? Do you make those? Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. Okay. So a niece, <laughs> they use a niece to make it. Oh, okay. And it's a very distinct um, Christmas cookie that is like New Mexican, Mexican. Anyway, you'll have to look that one up. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I will look it up. <laughs> so um, uh, what I, one of the things I'd like to really dive into and ask you about is um, when you're during this whole navigation process with COVID and with juggling being a mom and starting a new business, what is, and and you have had health issues, what is um, the biggest life lesson or business lesson you think you, that you've learned along the way during all this that you've gone through? Um, I think the biggest, I'm going to get all emotional here. (laughs) Um, I think the biggest thing is follow your heart because you're going, your heart is telling you something for a reason. Your gut is telling you something for a reason. And if I would have allowed all those outsiders to tell me, you don't need a dessert truck. You don't need to waste your money on that. You don't need to do this. Just keep sticking with cookies, which there's nothing wrong with that but I felt like I wanted something more. And I just had this feeling in my heart that I knew I needed to chase that dream. And I'm so glad I did. I have done everything that I can with the recipes, selling those so I can use the funds from the recipe sales to invest in the truck. And the biggest thing, like just following your dream, don't give up on your dream because when you do, it's just, it's so magical when your dreams do come true. Like I have been emotional this entire month with my truck just because I know that I have worked so hard, even though I've had all these setbacks the last couple of years, that this business means the world to me. And I'm going to do everything that I can to make it succeed. And why? Because it's my dream and I'm going to have more heart in the game. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. I love hearing that. And I feel like, I don't know, I love sharing people's stories. And I feel like I, when I run into somebody, I I never think it's a coincidence and things work out the way they're supposed to. And so I just love sharing that with people. There's somebody out there that needs to hear that. And, um, and you are, you're, you're an inspiration already. And then I, I know you have had big inspirations in your life, like Mrs. Fields, mm-hmm. and um, but, uh, and that might be something to to make you think, ah, uh, you know, I can't possibly live up to something like that. But you're making your own way, uh, you know, and and following your heart. So good for you. And then it just sounds like it's just it's the. It's it's the journey, which is which is all all that you're experiencing is is the payoff. Just even along the way, 
because I know you're even going to get more successful and there's going to be a lot. Tell me a little bit about um, how are you going to handle all the business that comes your way? I mean, what is the plan there? Because it's going to happen. <laughs> you know what? I We're going to play it by ear, <laughs> but I definitely know we're going to end up having to hire some help. Um, and if we do, and when we get to that point, I definitely want to work with moms and hire moms, stay at home moms. Um, as a stay at home mom, it is so hard to find work, even if it's just, you know, eight hours here or there throughout the week. So we want to be able to help those moms to be able to get out of the house, come make some extra cash, um, and have an outlet. I was a stay at home mom and I wasn't able to work. And I just remember just like really wanting to have something, even if it was just a few hours a week. Um, that was mine. <laughs> you know, ah, yeah. So we'll probably be looking at getting um, a couple employees like in the, the new year, um, but focusing at, on hiring stay at home moms and well, that's awesome. their schedules, the kids' schedules. Ah. We have to work around our son's schedule. So I we totally understand and um, family first. And like that's the biggest thing, you know, trying to stick within those those boundaries for everyone. Wow. Well, I love that. I mean, that's what we I've always promoted here at the 110. I was a mom that wanted to be home, but then I didn't want to be home. Yeah. And but I wanted flexibility. And I and then we ended up I ended up hiring a lot of other moms and they would bring their kids and we were a fr family friendly atmosphere. If you need to bring your kid, go ahead. If you need to go run and make a, a an appointment, hit an appointment, I'll watch the kids and you go do that. And, and now our world is evolving more where it's becoming more and more acceptable to do that. So I love that. I mean, good for you. And I'm, I, I can see all that happening. And I'm sure there's a lot of family members that are going to, you know, want to come work with you. Um, and a lot of just people in general. <laughs> I know people in general. So I want to go back to, um, the article and just say that, let me find what page it's on here. Uh, you've got to read this article, go to go check out 110mag.com and it is on page 57. And um, she's our best kept secret. That's not gonna be a secret anymore. And <laughs> you offered to do a nice little giveaway for the local Brentwood, East Contra Costa County peeps because you've got to be local in order to win this. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we'll announce that November 1st on both of our websites, but talk a little bit about what this um, little giveaway is gonna be. Um, so we started offering workshops on how to do cookie decorating at the craft room in Brentwood. And so what I would love to do is do a four pack giveaway um, tickets to one of our workshops. Um, so it could be for a November workshop or possibly even the December, because I know Schedules can get a little <laughs> crazy during the holidays, yeah. um, but it would be tickets for four to come and learn and hang out and have fun and ask me any questions that you want. Um, and just hopefully I can inspire someone to follow maybe their cookie journey that they did not know that they were going to need to follow. <laughs> Yay! Well, that sounds like fun. So follow us on our social media and then you'll find the details on that and we'll be choosing a winner and then we'll be sharing that in the future issue of the magazine who won. And um, yeah, and I think that's it. Yay! Yeah. So everybody, uh, 
pick up the 110 magazine or go online and read a little bit more because there's more to the story than we revealed here, even though I'm happy we got to, you know, share so much and really get to know you, you know, through video, which is also brings it to life. And then we've got beautiful photos and a lot more to the story. And it's been such a pleasure working with you Likewise. and showcasing and spotlighting you. And um, I can't wait to eat more cookies. <laughs> well, you have a wonderful day and happy reading, everyone. Awesome. Bye, Brianna. Bye. <laughs>